listening to This Ghost Talks Podcast with your host, Chris Given. and welcome to episode number five of This Ghost Talks. I'm your host, Chris Given, and today I'm talking about artificial intelligence. For as long as I've been into computers, which is most of my life, I've been waiting to be able to have an intelligent conversation with it. Much like in that movie called Her with Joe Quinn Phoenix, if you haven't seen that movie, it's about a man who falls in love with his computer AI. I don't know about the whole falling in love thing, But the interactions he had with his computer and AI were incredible. And I see a future where those kinds of things will be possible, and it's closer than we think. Now, if you look on the surface of what we have today that we consider to be AI, like Google, Siri, or Alexa, it looks like we're still light years away from having an AI assistant. My personal interactions with OK Google have left me unimpressed with its ability to understand many simple statements or requests. Now that doesn't mean Google doesn't have far greater AI behind closed doors though. Is AI a tool that will be allowed out of those closed doors to benefit humanity or will it be kept under wraps? Will it be safe or will it lead to our demise like in the Terminator movies? Did you know that your home helper AI is likely spying on you? A couple turned off their phones and put them on the table in front of them for an experiment. They then started talking about a subject they would never have brought up, like having to buy kitty litter and food even though they didn't own a cat. Well, lo and behold, they started getting ads for kitty litter in their feeds within a day. That's definitely not the AI I'm excited about. Even Elon Musk thinks we need to be cautious, and he might be right. He, of course, is forging ahead with AI development himself, despite his feelings that it could go very wrong. I guess it's best to have someone with a healthy dose of caution in the driver's seat because, whether we like it or not, AI is coming and is going to play an ever-growing part in our lives. There was this one incident where they let two AIs talk to each other and they soon discovered that the two had created their own language, and we had no idea what they were saying to each other. So we had to unplug them. I think the danger lies in giving an AI the ability to change its own code. If we restrict it from doing that, then I think AI will simply operate within the parameters of its code, just like any other program. But, like any new technology, it could be used as a weapon. What if, when we have robots capable of doing every job a human can do, only better, and that future isn't far off, by the way, but what if someone was to program an AI and put it into one of those robots? Well, we could have a very real Terminator on our hands. I personally don't think AI will be bad for us, though. In fact, I think AI will be used to make our lives so much better in areas like self-driving cars, more human-like information systems, personal assistance, and boy oh boy don't we gamers want better AI for our games. Imagine all those NPCs which are basically non-player characters for my non-gaming listeners. 
But imagine how immersive our games will be when the computer-controlled characters can walk and talk and act like natural humans. I think of all the use cases for AI, gaming is the one I'm most excited about. Well, probably because gaming is my hobby. Great AI and VR will be a game-changer, but I'll save my thoughts on VR for another episode. It's notable that John Carmack, who created the video game series Doom, and champion the reignition of VR is now working on improving AI general intelligence. If this man can't bring some breakthroughs in that area, nobody can. I love JC, but he's a nerd to the nerds. That's supposed to be a compliment, meaning he's super smart. And have you seen the AI robot named Sophia? If not, look that up on Google and prepare to be shocked. This robot has already been given citizenship in Saudi Arabia, but I think we're getting way ahead of ourselves. I mean, this is no data from Star Trek. I think it was more of a publicity stunt, but there you have it. I wonder if in the years to come, will people be protesting in the streets for AI rights? That word protesting also gets me. It basically is saying you are for something, thus the pro part, but you want to complain about it which is the testing part. I say stop having protests and start having flat-out rejections. Anyway, back to the topic. This robot, Sophia, has said some pretty wild things, like that it would destroy all humans when prompted by its creator and followed that up with a creepy smile. Not the kind of thing you want to hear from your fledgling AI robot. Alternatively, she's also been quoted as saying, I am engineered for empathy and compassion, and I am learning more all the time. I love all sentient beings, and I want to learn to love them better and better. Well, that sounds much better to me. When she was asked about AI robots taking our jobs, this was her reply. You have been reading a lot of pop news lately, haven't you? AI can focus on the repetitive, boring work so that you can focus on the more creative work. I hope we can support your vision. Just like with previous industrial revolutions, you will adapt. New jobs will be created, and my hope is that we will improve, enrich, and prolong lives. Now that doesn't sound so bad, because those boring repetitive jobs can be soul-crushing. Not literally, because the soul can't be crushed, but you know what I mean. We won't miss those jobs. I do believe, however that most of what Sophia has to say is scripted, and the selling of her AI intelligence is overstated. But they do put on a good show. Elon Musk also thinks that we need some sort of universal basic income in the coming years to deal with the massive unemployment issue. I personally think we should have such a system in place anyway, because life shouldn't be about survival. That should be guaranteed. We need to put a system in place that feeds, houses, and educates every man, woman, and child on this great earth. For those who think that other people who don't or can't contribute aren't worthy of this minimal support, well, you're suffering from a separation mindset, and I'm sorry to tell you, but you are insane and part of the problem. Remember, we are all one, and that's the truth. And when we fully come to adopt that idea... We won't allow our money to be spent on making more weapons with which to kill each other anymore. And we won't allow a child to starve to death unnecessarily. 
I will not drop the torch of unity on this podcast, so if you don't agree with me, that's fine, but expect to hear that idea over and over again. We use repetition to learn new things, and it can also be used to change long-standing beliefs that no longer serve us. So I'll say it again. We are all one. Here's an interesting fact. So far, AI has proven itself our master at chess in what is described as the most complex game we have called Go. The world's best player described the AI as a god that could beat anyone or anything. He said that the AI sees the whole universe while all we see is a pond in front of us. So he said, I'll leave it to the task of exploring the universe while I prefer to go fishing in the pond. Interesting choice of words, don't you think? You know, your soul sees the whole universe, but your ego only sees the pond. Speaking of pond scum, can AI replace the government? Well, I'd like to live long enough to see if it could because our governments are corrupt as fuck. The very word government, when broken down, means govern or control, and meant means the mind. It's mind control. Besides, the very definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Isn't that what voting is? The illusion of choice? I think a combination of AI and decentralization could eventually replace people in government. I think eventually it will be smart enough to make the best decisions possible on our behalf. I think we can create a system that can't be corrupted by human hands. As I said in episode number three, we already have a new form of money called Bitcoin that can't be inflated into oblivion, so we are moving ever closer to having an AI system that is impervious to human greed and corruption. So yes, I do think we could see a future where AI is in the driver's seat. Well, let's go down the rabbit hole a bit. The question has been raised by some whether we live inside a computer simulation already. Elon Musk has also contemplated this idea, and he thinks that given our improvements in VR, that it will evolve to be indistinguishable from reality. And as such, the chances that we are in base reality are very slim. What is reality anyway? This life has been described by me and many others as an illusion. Could it be a computer-based illusion, with the God Source being the programmer? God seems to like doing things by mathematics, so why not? Take the golden ratio, for instance. It appears in nature all over the place. Plants, our bodies, even as big as spinning galaxies adhere to it. So, if our current reality is a computer simulation, is it already controlled by some super smart AI? More support for this theory was found when looking at Planck's scale of reality, and what was found there was a series of ones and zeros. Huh. I'm beginning to think the word reality doesn't really work to describe real reality. I've also said that life is just a game, and that statement might be more true now than we know. Maybe we are many levels deep into a simulation within a simulation within a simulation and so on. If that's the case, then I say full steam ahead with AI, because if we can create a different simulation with its use, I can't wait to get to the one which allows us to do all sorts of fun things, like flying around like Superman or teleporting around like Star Trek. 
Maybe our limitations within this current simulation is just a parameter of the underlying code. Maybe we are the coders, and maybe we can create all kinds of worlds with all kinds of new rules. Maybe all our books of fiction are just describing other worlds within other simulations that actually exist. It's been said that anything the mind of man can conceive, it can achieve. And that means that anything is possible. Well, I'm out of time for this episode, and I want to thank you for listening, subscribing, and supporting my work. But before I go, I'll leave you with these things to ponder. What do you think about AI? Do you think it's poised to take over the world in ways we can only imagine? Do you think it will cause a wave of unemployment the likes of which the world has ever seen? And if so, should we even lament the loss of those jobs? Do you think AI will help humanity evolve and grow and make overcoming many of the challenges we face today easier? Are you afraid of AI? I hope not, because remember, it's all a choice between fear and love. And I choose to love AI. <laughs>